at quarterback number 19. Bernie, Bernie, oh yeah, how you can throw. Yeah, 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 Bernie, Bernie, oh baby, Super Bowl. All right, welcome everybody to another episode of Being Sad and Positive here on 6Bs and a P after yet another Browns loss, this time to the Dallas Cowboys, 23-20 to in overtime, the Browns taking slightly less longer than regulation to disappoint its fans this week with a loss, and I am joined this week to talk about that and all other things Cleveland Browns by none other then my co-host, not just for this show, but in life, my wife, <laughs> Sherry Oliver. Hi. Hi. That's a weird thing to say. You're, we're co-hosts no. in more than just this show. Nope. Live in studio here in our wonderful, expansive studio at... Super couch. Really, the full-on headquarters of Six B's and a P. It's a sl- mid-sized office building here in downtown Athens. Stop it. Thirty employees. Round-the-clock butler service. When I said I missed the magic last time, I was lying. Okay, we're on the super couch. That's super, still pretty. A super awesome. couch sounds great. It sounds a lot better than the Cleveland Browns. And Sherry was on this show briefly last week, or two weeks ago, because there was a buy that. The weekend just whizzed by. It was fantastic without the Browns crapping it up. This time, you sat and watched it with me as they crapped it up for almost four hours, I think. On this same couch. On this same couch. And um, so it felt right to have you, this be your full-on debut on the podcast today. Thanks. You should talk about your stuff. I should talk about my stuff. Um, Real fast... I wanted to bring up that this was the 12th loss in a row on the road for the Browns. 12th loss in a row. Um, and we'll be bringing that up again later in the show. And I also wanted to bring up um, that obviously some things went wrong in this game and some of the stuff that we've been talking about a lot on this show. Penalties really screwed with the Browns toward the end of the game. you know. But I really do feel like at the same time the defense did look pretty good minus the secondary and the offense still produced. And I wanted to bring up, actually, before we talk about Brandon Whedon later, Brandon Whedon, stats for this game, he was 20-35 for 210 yards and two touchdowns. And so I feel like that is worth noting. That's a pretty decent stat line coming from Brandon Whedon. Um, he still at, sucks. He, and we'll, we'll get to that later. That discussion will be had in an open forum. Um... What I also wanted to bring up was, you know, about this sort of positivity that you need to keep feeling about this team. I read an article that I wanted to suggest, and we'll tweet it out, from Terry Pluto and the Cleveland Plain Dealer, who talked about this being an almost season for the Browns, that this team, you know, all of these games have been close, and they just can't figure out a way to win any of them, it seems, you know. And sort of, he actually brings up a stat, which I thought was interesting, and I wanted to bring up on this episode, that in 
Only his second season with the Browns. Pat Shermer is 4-11 in games that are that close, like a touchdown or less. Um, he's coached 26 games with the Browns, and 15 of them have been decided by a touchdown or less. So he's almost good. Almost good, exactly. But not Not good. Right. Yeah, like it seems to be this idea that, you know, this team has a lot of talent, it's very young, you know, but that the coaching... Brandon Whedon is not very young. Except for Brandon Whedon, the veteran leadership of Brandon Whedon. But, you know, like, the coaching just doesn't seem to be there. And we talked about this. Brian Weeby also, you know, very mad at Pat Shermer. Also mad at the refs this week. We were getting some tweets during the game from Brian and Michelle in Chicago. Um, but, you know, that everybody's just almost good enough to win, but they don't. Um, fake Pat Shermer said on Twitter this week he somehow managed to lose a game twice in one game. And I think that's pretty apt. Shermer going for it on fourth and one when the Browns needed a touchdown. Not getting it um, was pretty sad. And then, you know, the Cowboys ending up punting and then Whedon getting the touchdown to Watson to go up 20-17 to 17 was pretty awesome. But then you realize, like, whoa, we could have had more points if you would have just kicked a field goal or maybe just done anything. It just seems like he always has the wrong call. And I don't think it's just because I'm sitting on the couch. or Super, super couch. Super couch in this case. So, once again, I think that Pat Shermer, there's just some issues there. Um, and... Like I said, defense I thought looked pretty good in this game, except for the secondary, obviously, Hayden out. Joe Hayden out. He was being questioned as to whether he should have been out on Twitter. He got a little upset. It was his abdomen, right? He yes. Had an abdomen thing. An inner body problem, a torso issue. You can't... Is that an upset belly? An upset belly from all the Adderall, maybe. I'm just saying, <laughs> we're not starting any rumors here. On six B's and a P, but that's pretty much all I wanted to talk about. I think that we weren't going to talk about together, Sherry. So that's my main stuff. Pat Shermer sucks, and the Terry Pluto article, which we'll tweet out, which I thought was pretty good. Um, yeah. So, but another loss. And here we are, once again, trying to find something positive in it. And one of the things that, that we want, we're going to talk about, I think, was Brandon Whedon. Yeah. And... Um, I still am pretty positive about Brandon Whedon. You have quite the opposite standpoint. I I just don't like him. And earlier, where you were looking for, I think there was a few things you were going to bring up in regards to that. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's see. Where were well, you just you know, looking at? You got well, I, I some last-minute research. I, I don't like Brandon Whedon. I don't like the way he looks. Um, he's not handsome, and... That's really about... I mean, that's... That's where you're going with it? For the most part. Okay. I prefer handsome quarterbacks. Brandon Whedon, not a handsome not guy. Not handsome. Weird-looking ginger guy. Um, but I'll, my, my beef with Brandon Whedon, and I'll make this brief because it really doesn't have anything to do about, with football, uh, but he, he lives... He doesn't live in Cleveland. Do you where know where he, Brandon... Where does, where does Brandon Whedon live? Stillwater, Oklahoma. Oh. Population 45,000. Where, where I think his college was, probably. It's where his wife is. Yeah. I don't know. Doesn't um, want to move to Cleveland. They do have something called a tumbleweed calf fry every okay. year. Okay, alright. Um, But I think it would still be more fun 
To be in Cleveland. To be in Cleveland. Although, uh, they have a, a homecoming parade every year, and Garth Brooks Ooh. was the marshal of the homecoming parade a couple years ago. Was it Chris Gaines a few years before that? <laughs> um, but I think Brandon Whedon should live in Cleveland. I, you know, I just, I don't think that you can be, I don't think you can be a very good quarterback and not live in the place where you're quarterbacking. You gotta soak it up. Unless you're Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, because he lives in San Diego. We like, learned that. Doesn't he look like a guy who lives in Wisconsin? Totally. In Green Bay, See, man. See, and Brandon Whedon doesn't look like a guy who lives in Cleveland. He looks no. like a guy who lives would in, get, you know, live in accosted in Cleveland. Probably. By an angry northern Ohioan. Yes. Which there are plenty of this week. Um, sure. After... So anyway, it's, it's there's no basis in reality. I but just see, I think like it's I do think it's actually a reasonable thing though. I don't think it's a that there isn't a basis in reality. I mean, there's an eyeball test to quarterbacks. You know what I mean? Like Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, you know Peyton Manning. Like those guys are quarterbacks. They like literally win football games on their own and make people around them better. Yeah. And I think there is some validity to your argument that you just don't get that feeling from Brandon Whedon when you look at him. No. And what about that touchdown? I'll actually defend your argument here a little bit. That touchdown, he threw out a bounce on that fourth and one where they went for it. Remember to the tight end, Jordan Cameron? Mm-hmm. Who is hunky. I know that you like a hunky brown. I do like a hunky brown. And he kind of got like a whole Thor thing going on, sort of. Um, I think that but, makes you a better football player. Brandon Whedon's a baseball player, and I think he was a, probably a really good baseball player. And he could be maybe a good quarterback for... Maybe the Jaguars, or maybe okay. some other sort of cat name team that yeah. I'm not as familiar with, who sure. is maybe like more of an expansion team. Definitely. He could be like a young Carson Palmer, another redheaded quarterback. Yeah. For... Yeah. But I think we're killing a lot of time. Okay, you so actually let's... had to talk about football. Well, we know this is, this is what this show is about here. It's, a, you know, uh, not just talking about football, but the real issues at hand, like who, why Brandon Whedon looks crappy. I think that that's a valid issue. Um, you also wanted to talk about Josh Cribbs's hair. I don't think that you should be able to pull someone's hair in football. I know that it's considered a legal move. Yeah. But I think that's shitty, and I think that if you've ever had long hair and you have had it pulled, you would understand that that's not okay. I think that that's a solid viewpoint. And Brian Weeby earlier in the year, thought that it was good, be a good Brown strategy to have everybody get dreadlocks because their players with dreadlocks were better. It would, but if everyone's allowed to pull your dreadlocks, then it's a horrible strategy. Agreed. But you, you could really hurt someone by pulling their hair. I don't, I don't think that that's an okay thing to do. And I think it's kind of a bitch thing to do. I think if you're a football player... You, you should be should, able to tackle. You should be able to tackle someone and you shouldn't have to resort to yanking on their hair. And the thing in, we're actually referring to where we started talking about this during the game was um, uh, when the Browns got the ball back from that punt after Pat Shermer mm-hmm. totally screwed the pooch on the fourth and one with the crappy pass play, um, and the Cowboys punted, and Cribs caught the ball at like midfield, ran like 20 yards, it was awesome, and then nice. got horse collar tackled by some dumbass from the Cowboys, and they tried to pal- – Sherry thought he pulled his hair, so did I. It looked like from an angle, but he didn't. He did grab him on the shoulder, but um, – then it set the Browns up for that touchdown where they went up by three, and then that didn't matter, and then they lost the game twice. Um, so, and you know, Josh Cribbs. They only lost the game once. I think that's a little unfair to say that they lost the game twice. 
You're right. They did lose it once. They tied it once and lost so it So they once. lost like one and a half times. They didn't lose twice. That sounds better. 1.5. Uh, clean up some old business from last week. Last week's trivia question from two weeks ago, actually. Sherry was here in the living room. Those of you who missed that show, Matt Majeski has taken the season off. He announced on here live. He's on the the off-season list or whatever um, in the football universe. Injured reserve. Injured reserve from Prime Rib. He's going on for the Prime Rib strain. Um, but we we asked the question, who's the only Cleveland Brown that can score any points? And Sherry, what was the answer? Everyone's favorite Cleveland Brown, Phil Dawson. Phil Dawson, Mr. Automatic. And you have something quick about Phil Dawson, too. I think that Phil Dawson deserves way more Twitter followers than he has. Give us the 17,751 people are following Phil Dawson on Twitter right now, which is about 100,000 less than are following Colt McCoy. Give me a break, people. And Phil Dawson, in a, a really heartwarming move, starts every single tweet with, Hey, Cleveland. Hey, and I think that's pretty nice, and he's a he's a some he's about a weekly he he tweets once a week. Doesn't push it. They're they're nice tweets. They all start out with "Hey Cleveland," and he deserves more followers. He's he does. Been the, playing for the Browns the longest. Yes, since they came back, and uh, yeah, go follow Phil Dawson. Let's get the the plug is uh, at Phil underscore Dawson underscore four on Twitter there. Um, Solid guy, Phil Dawson, in more ways than one. And he's a solid tweeter, it seems, as well. And a blessed husband and a proud dad. Oh, boy. And I saw, actually, I think it might have even been on that Terry Pluto article that someone in the comments posted, the Browns need to give Phil Dawson a five-year contract. He's going to be good till he's at least 50. Oh, totally. And I agree. Phil Dawson's awesome. So that was last week's trivia question answer. Um, this week's Don Fleming Memorial Trivia Question. I feel like we're not really doing a lot of service to the memory of Don Fleming. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I actually think it's nice. I think it's nice. You don't think we should put a little more effort into the question. The, this week's Don, well, last week's, <laughs> let's just, last week's, I understand. That was, a. it was out of spite. Sorry, we were Mr. mad. Fleming. Sorry, Mr. Fleming, we apologize. <laughs> terrible. Um. This is still for you. This one's a little, little better. It's depressing, but it's better. Uh, Don Fleming Memorial Trivia question for this week. The Browns have lost 12 games in a row on the road. Who is the last team they beat on the road? And you can bonus points, I guess, if you could tell us when it happened. Okay. All right. That's a little better, right? That's, yeah. Because it's not an easy Googler either, that one. you got to go dig through some gotta, sadness, sad statistics. you got to bang like, it. You gotta bing it. You gotta check it out on Webcrawler. Tweets of the week. Tweets of the week. And I've got one. um, This is just our general tweet of the week. And I think it might spur at least a quick conversation about this too. My man Phil Taylor, who is back in the lineup this week. Huge. Who has one of the best looks on the Browns team. Yeah. Black Amish, I've heard him referred to as. I don't know if you can say. I'm not. That's just other people. I like to think of it as a metal beard. It is a metal beard. He has a good look. And... Um, Phil Taylor's tweet was how much they pay in these refs, man. And that was right after the game. And Phil Taylor was pissed. And I like that. Just in general. He was not happy with the loss. And uh, Michelle Maw, also, as I mentioned, was very upset about the refereeing um, play calling. 
And a few of those I thought were a little questionable. You know, there was a few things here and there, but we won't get into that too much. But Phil Taylor is upset. And then I also have the Frosty Rucker tweet of the week. Because Frosty just, he would show up all the time. So this this week's <laughs> Frosty Rucker tweet of the week um, is NP, which I believe stands for now playing, right? In the Twitter world, if you were... Uh, yes. Okay. So NP, return of the Mac, dot, dot, dot. I see you at Phil Taylor 98 LOL. I'm still a better DJ, but you won this round. See, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I have a I think they're having some sort of DJ battle through Twitter. Really? Yeah. You can find out by following our favorite Brown, Frosty Rucker at Frost Ruck. He's definitely my favorite Twitter Brown. Ninja Cheap. Which negates everything that I just said about Phil Dawson. Phil Dawson's a close second. Phil Dawson tweets love, from the heart, but Frosty Rucker is awesome. Is prolific. Owns a franchise of frozen yogurt restaurants as well. His, you know, he was named that for two reasons, and he's he's done the things. He's doing the things. The reasons you would be, yes. Named Frosty. He's fulfilling the prophecy. Um, and Frosty is his given name, right? Like his, that is his dad insisted that it was spelled F R O S T E E. That is correct. Yes, he is legal Frosty Rucker, and he's awesome. The D line was awesome in that game too. There was a bunch of sacks. Tony Romo got sacked a bunch. I guess that's the one thing could be positive about. Frosty Rucker helped with that. <laughs> this week, what do you got? There's just one more Frosty Rucker tweet. Let's go. Okay, dot dot. How do I get the soundtrack or mixtape they are jamming at Chipotle? Hashtag fist pump. Hashtag hands up. <laughs> fist, pump, <laughs> fist pump hands up. That's awesome. Frosty, you get two tweets this week. Um, you can follow us on Twitter, the show, 6Bs and a P. At number six, letter B, number one, letter P. On the Twitter, we post stuff occasionally, and you can send us messages as well on there. Um, you can drop us a line at brian at aquabearlegion.com or leave a comment on here if you have anything. The only thing I guess I had left, unless you had anything to... Oh, I did want to ask you. Yeah. Who's your favorite brown? Who's my favorite brown? And you could say now, and then if you want to give me one um, you know, from previous years, that would be acceptable as well. You just put me on the spot. Maybe okay, you well, maybe I'll. First. Why don't you think about it, and I'm going to talk about next week fast, and then you'll answer. Is that okay? Okay. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers this Sunday, and I think the Browns can win. And I keep saying this every week, and I know it makes me sound insane. It doesn't matter. Um, third, second or third string quarterback for the Steelers, probably. No Ben Roethlisberger. I'm liking it. I really think it's a good thing. Browns are. I'm predicting a win. Joe Hayden, Phil Taylor, they're angry. Um, and I'm, you know, they're mad. We talked about that earlier. Metal beard. People are pissed. Um, and I think the Browns can win. So Steelers this week. Also games on Thanksgiving that don't contain the Browns, but are good with Thanksgiving dinner. Sherry, favorite Brown? I think Phil Dawson is my favorite Brown. Bringing it back with the yeah. ringing endorsement at the end. But Let's plug that Twitter one more time. At Phil underscore Dawson underscore four. But I also, um, I really like Joe Hayden. Joe Hayden's good. Um, he's given me insights into sneaker culture that I never thought I would have. He posted a picture of sneakers on Instagram today that looked like deep space. Wow. And he had matching socks. 
he's pretty awesome. So I'll give him credit for that. But yeah, no, I I, I really like Phil Dawson. He's I always think there. It's a he's he has an even temperance. And you also him. like another punter from days past. Oh, okay. Right? That's right. My favorite bound of all time is Scott Player. Scott Player. Who's the free agent who played like a game maybe in yeah. 2009? Something like that. Maybe it was in September. If you if you know who Scott Player is, then you, you obviously know what I'm talking about. If you about. google him too, um there's only a few photos of him and they're all of the, the Browns, Brown. yeah. yeah. He has, uh, Scott Player is the sweetest looking Brown of all time, and the one game that he played, I seem to remember him being awesome. He was pretty awesome. Scott Player. Scott Player, Phil Dawson. I like Phil Dawson too, I'm a big Phil Dawson fan. Um, I also like Trent Richardson a lot. Oh, right. Yeah, but that's now. I mean, that's totally clouded by now. You know, I'm very much, 144 yards from scrimmage he had against the Cowboys, even in a crappy loss. He still had a pretty good game. He does a great job. He does do a good job. Um, all right, that's it for this week. Sherry? That was quick. Was it? I it's think probably so. longer, though, I think, in reality. That's right. usually how it works. Time flies. But time flies when you're on the super couch. And I actually want to thank you, too, not only for being on the show, but I feel like, like I'm smiling. It was good. I feel like way more positive and better than I should after that loss. And so I think it was good that we talked about how Brandon Weeding kind of looked like a loser and like lightened it up. Always looks like that. a loser. Always it's not looks past tense. Not a little. Did mm-hmm. I say looked? Yeah. Oh man. No, like he look. He he has a loser face. Well, let's. I mean, maybe a loser can still win though. It's Cleveland. He could win, but I think it would have to do with other people. Okay, Trent Richardson. Yeah. Possibly. Let's hope. Dawson. All right. Six B's and a P. Scott I'm your host. Player. Scott Player. He's not Player. doing anything right now. He is he still in playing condition. I'd Who's say. our punter? Who's the punter for the Browns? Reggie Hodges. See, I don't. I think he's like Australian. I don't have any emotional. Reggie, we'd love him. to have you on the show. But we'd rather have Scott Player. Scott Player, Thanks we'd love it. You. No problem. Uh, six B's and a P. I'm your host, Brian Costco, AquabreLegion.com. Your one source for force. So download music, listen to other podcasts. See you next week. Go Brown. Oh!